the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Uh, We're living in uh, troublesome times. Um, I'm going to be very vague and ambiguous uh, on what I'm about to tell you because I don't know a whole lot of the details and I don't know how much I should say. But uh, I will just say I have a friend. uh, We're not best buddies, but we're good friends who owns a Christian broadcasting network. Now, it's not as big as Salem, but it's a substantial Christian broadcasting network. And I just got word that several of their broadcast towers have been destroyed. Uh, The FBI is involved. It is considered a possible act of terrorism. These are Christian radio stations, and uh, towers have been attacked and at least somewhat destroyed. I just saw that during the last commercial break. I don't know any of the other details, and so I don't want to give any specifics. But I will just say pray. Uh, This young man is a fine, fine young man doing a great job. Uh, with his uh, Christian Broadcast Network, doing wonderful work for the Lord. And this is devastating. Obviously, I I would assume they have insurance and so forth, but um, it's still devastating. Um, The attack on Christians, Christian organizations, pro-life organizations are ramping up. If you're a regular listener, you know there have been now well over 230 attacks in the last year and a half on pro-life centers and pro-life churches. Over 230 in the last year and a half. FBI says they're investigating. There has not been one single arrest. Not one. On the other hand, there have been several pro-life people arrested for standing outside of abortion centers and praying or sidewalk counseling. <sighs> yeah. These are these are troubling times. They really are. So anyway, I'll just mention that um, God knows who they are and God knows all the details. Uh, pray that they can get back on the air very, very quickly. All right, before we move on, uh, we're going to go to Frank, who is somewhere around Athens, Ohio. Frank, welcome. You're on the air. Thanks for calling. 
hey, Bob, I'm just orbiting around Athens. Nowhere in particular. Anyways, um, <laughs> little joke there. You know my humor. Um, so you were just talking about, um, oh, God, I just lost what I was going to say. Yeah, about well, trans- we'll transgenderism. Well, yes, but some of you were just talking about, um, oh, well, anyways, you know, if it was an Islamic church or something, man, they'd be all over that stuff, wouldn't they be? Sure. So, yeah. But I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to talk about that. I'm going to attack on the Christians in, 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 the, in the church and, you know, these antenna towers and transgenderism. Let's just face it, Bob. It all comes down to one thing, evil. It's evil, evil, evil. I don't care how you slice it up. You know, slicing a child up to be a something else is evil. You know, this child doesn't even know, doesn't even have a clue what it wants to be at 10 or 11 or whatever. And the same thing with going to give these jabs to infants. You know, I'm sorry, that's evil. You know, they <laughs> died suddenly, happening all over the place all of a sudden. Heart attacks at 38, heart attacks at 25. I don't know. You know, you tell me. But, Bob, I'm going to tell you something. Um, you know, and, and, and this needs to weigh on everybody, on everybody's hearts, that if we don't start doing something, I'm not talking about violence. I'm talking about as a collective. I'm talking about people like you, people in the church, people that you have contact with. You can sit here and read this stuff to your blue in the face, Bob. If we don't start getting together and standing up against this stuff, all is lost. We're, you know, I mean, talking about it every day, I read about it every day, and every day I shake my head. Every day I do what you do, except I do it on Facebook. And, and you know, where is he getting us? The grandparents out there, we know the truth. We know the history. You know, we know the way kids should be taught in school. We should be out there um, fighting with yeah. For our grandkids, Bob, we, we have to start I, making a stand. Frank, or Frank I, I, I agree with you completely, and we've got to make a determination if we're going to spend most of our effort on the cause or the symptom. And you stated it well. It is evil. What is evil? That is spiritual. Evil is a spiritual problem. It's not a political problem. It's not a community problem. It's not a social problem. It's a spiritual problem. Where do we deal with spiritual problems? The people of God sharing the gospel, winning people to Christ, teaching children a biblical worldview, establishing a biblical worldview with our children, with our grandchildren, with our great-grandchildren, getting involved in our churches, praying that God will bring a revival and overcome evil. That is the cause. Now, we need to deal with the symptoms as well. We need legislation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, to deal with evil in our community and our society. But we've got to focus on the the source, which is the devil himself, and understand that it is primarily a spiritual problem, and therefore primarily the answer is spiritual. Uh, But, Bob, you're right there, but the problem is that we have to—the snake of— of the devil, the snakes that he puts out there, you know, the serpents or whatever you want to call it, are, are, are in places that we can change. They're in the schools. We can change the school boards. We can change how they teach. We can sure. demand that they don't show this stuff. Sure. You know, we we, we can we do that. Do our, we, we have to do our part to fight this spiritual I know warfare. we should, yeah. and, and, and we are. But if we ignore the source, which is spiritual, 
then all we're going to do is is be battling the air. Yes, we need to be running for school boards. Yes, we need to be exposing evil. But again, the source is the evil, and how did it get into the schools? How did it get into our culture? Because the pulpits and the churches of America have stopped teaching, proclaiming, preaching the truth. That is woke. Well, yeah, and they've and they've become woke. I I agree with you. Hey, Frank, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Uh, We cannot be diverted from the source by only dealing with the symptoms. And every major election, I try to fight this battle on this program. Get involved in the politics. Okay, get involved. Make sure that the right people are elected. But my goodness, put more emphasis in working in your church to win people to Christ, disciple people, and establish a biblical worldview. If you think of the millions of hours and the hundreds of millions of dollars invested in the last presidential election trying to get Donald Trump elected. And I wish he would have been elected as well. I am sad that Joe Biden got elected. But if you would have taken, and I'm just talking about the Christians, the millions of volunteer hours that were spent trying to elect a candidate and the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars that Christians donated to political campaigns, if that money, time, and effort had been given to Bible-believing churches, I honestly believe we would have a much greater impact than anything that will happen in politics. I realize we need to do both. But folks, we got to have our priorities. And politics is not even close to being number one. Not even close. We need to pass legislation. We need to get the right people elected. But that's going to be worthless unless we have a spiritual revival. That's not going to happen in the halls of Congress. I guess it could, but probably not. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Want another illustration of the complete ineptitude of the federal government and how common sense is often completely absent from federal policies? Listen to this headline from uh, today. Biden administration considers banning gas stoves over health concerns. Really? Gas stoves? Banning them? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. 
40% of American households have gas stoves. Uh, Most people who are really, really, really into cooking absolutely insist on a gas stove. They would not even think of having an electric stove. Uh, We have electric. We like it and so forth. But but anyway, 40% of American homes have a gas stove. There is serious consideration uh, from the Biden administration to completely ban, outlaw, get rid of gas stoves. Why? Well, let me read. The stoves, which are used in about 40% of homes in the U.S., emit pollutants, including nitrogen dioxide, carbon monoxide, and fine particulate matter at levels deemed unsafe by the EPA and World Health Organization. The emissions have been linked to illness, cardiovascular problems, cancer, other health concerns. More than 12% of current childhood asthma cases are linked to gas stove use. Have you ever heard that? Now, we had a child with asthma, serious asthma. Never heard that. I thought I had read everything I could get on the causes of asthma and the treatment. Never, ever heard that. Quote, Senator Cory Booker, Democrat of New Jersey, and Representative Don Byard, Democrat from Virginia, wrote a letter to the agency, the EPA, urging the commission to address the issue and calling the harmful emissions. <clears throat> you ready? A cumulative burden on black and low-income households. Why is everything seen as racial? Oh, you got a gas stove in your house? You must be a racist. Huh? What? That's right. You got a gas stove. Cory Booker says you're a racist because you have a gas stove. What? What in the world? Does the difference between a gas and electric stove have to do with race? Are there any? I don't know. I'm not even. It's ridiculous. Okay. So I've got this article in my hand, several pages. And you read through it, and they're going to ban gas because of this, blah, 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 blah. And then finally, at the end of the article, it says, most of the pollutants, the particulates, the harmful things can be eliminated by eventhood. Yeah, you know that thing over your stove, the fan that you you turn on? Yeah, you just... um, you just you have a vent hood, and you uh, when you cook, when you got the gas stove on, you uh, you turn the fan on, and all the bad stuff is removed from your house. Now, wouldn't it seem much easier, more appropriate, more cost effective, more efficient, if you're going to have federal regulations? Every new house beginning next year will have to have a vent hood over their gas stove. 
I would say probably 90% already have one. Uh, but, but, oh my goodness, Biden administration considers banning gas stoves. Uh, just turn on the vent. <laughs> no, 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 no. We want to be in charge. We want power. And then I'm going to try to get this in. You may have seen this last night on the evening news. Seattle's public school system, which is the biggest school system in the state of Washington, obviously. Seattle's public school system has filed a lawsuit against Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, and YouTube because these social media outlets, quote, have successfully exploited the vulnerable brains of youth. Uh, According to the lawsuit, the uh, social media outlets have been a substantial factor in causing a youth mental health crisis, which has been marked by higher and higher proportions of youth struggling with anxiety, depression, thoughts of self-harm, and suicidal ideation. Now, all of that is true. And it's incredibly sad, and it needs to be dealt with. But the same schools that are suing uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, and YouTube, the same schools are pushing an LGBTQIA plus agenda that is unbelievably harmful emotionally to the children. The same school, same school district, same school board, Seattle Public Schools. I'm holding in my hand their two-page handout affirming our LGBTQIA plus community. We affirm the inclusion of our LGBTQIA plus students, staff, community resolution, progress, and then it goes on how they are affirming the confusion that leads to depression. They are affirming the confusion that leads to depression, but they're blaming social media. Hey, folks, remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.